Good morning, good afternoon, good good evening, Zion Community Church. I'm so happy that you have joined us once again for another week of Podcast on the Mount, brought to you by Zion Community Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, I hope that you're having a great, great week. And listen, I know it's only Tuesday, but you will make it to Friday. And uh, this coming up weekend um, is Easter Sunday, so I hope that you are planning on to uh, to celebrate in person, online, with family, with friends. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I hope that you're able to do that, um, and I hope you're able to do that safely. And, um, you know, we, it's just uh, it's a very special time of the year. Uh, not only is it getting warmer, um, winter is over, uh, but, but we, we are celebrating, you know, the, the death, burial, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I'm excited for that alone. Everything else come, is a distant second, maybe not even a second, maybe a fourth down the line. Um, so I hope that uh, whatever your plans are, um, that, uh, that you just enjoy them uh, and, and remember that it's not about the eggs, it's not about the chocolate, it's not about the candy. Um, you know, it's about uh, celebrating uh, Jesus Christ. It's so about celebrating your family and getting together with your loved ones and, and sharing that, um, that love of, of, of Christ that is placed in your heart and on our lives. And, uh, you know, if you, uh, you know, if you know someone who is, uh, who's not in church or hasn't been to a church in a long time or who, uh, maybe isn't celebrating or isn't doing anything, you know, invite them, um, you know, as long as they're comfortable, you know, let them come, let them enjoy some food, um, just let them uh, enjoy uh, hearing the wonderful, wonderful story that is uh, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So, you know, this is typically the um, this is typically the time of year where people will come to church at least, you know, one time. You know, it's usually the uh, Easter and, and Christmas time when when people will usually go uh, to church and um, and and celebrate or you know because that's just one one they it's what they grew up doing or uh, maybe that's just what they feel like that that needs to be done um, even though that maybe they're not n- normally in church regularly uh, these are the times of the years that we can really really impact those people. And, uh, and and hopefully bring them into the church on a regular basis, uh, you know, and then get them to serve, you know, and uh, just do what God has, uh, has called us to do. So I hope that whatever you're doing, I hope it is a blessed time together with your loved ones. And, uh, you know, listen, if you plan on coming to church in person this week at Zion Community Church, I, I, am, I am so excited to see you. Uh, you know, have there's a lot of people that I have not seen in a long time that I really miss, um, and so uh, you know, if you were there in person, I'm I'm hoping that I can give you just a big hug, and if not, just uh, you know, make sure that you that you know that you are loved, and so um, you know, I I know that many of the people, if not all the people at Zion Community Church, know how to exactly do that. If someone's been away for a while. Whether it was because of COVID this year, or maybe they just haven't been in several years. Um, I know uh, I know several people who 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 make people feel loved when coming uh, back or coming to the church for the first time, and so uh, it is amazing that we uh, that that we have that opportunity to do that. And uh, just a quick announcement: next week, I have a very special guest uh, that. 
uh, is going to be on the podcast, you know, and so uh, I will, uh, I won't reveal anything right now, it's going to be a surprise, so you will not want to miss this episode, it's going to be great, it's probably one of our longer episodes again, like they have been when I've had guests on, and just, hey, just a heads up, this, this person is not in my family, um, I've known them for a while, but not as not as long as some other people um, who I know who I could who I could definitely bring on here. I've talked about being on the podcast, so uh, you, you know this is going to be great. It's going to be fun, and we'll have some laughs. We'll get to know a little bit more about that individual as we uh, as we do that next week. So that is next week. But this is this week. So. Um, you know, getting out this past weekend, uh, my son had two soccer games, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. We lost the one on Saturday, but we won our one, um, on Sunday. So I know that he's enjoying that. He is, uh, excited to hopefully as, uh, you know, he's in sixth grade. So, so when he gets up to seventh grade and gets into high school, he's hoping that he can still play soccer with the school. And, um, right now he's doing band but doesn't really care for it. So he, um, if you know my son, he did sign up or he chose to do a computer programming class or something like that. Something to do with computers. So uh, he's hoping that he gets that. And, uh, you know, I believe, uh, believe that he, he should. Uh, and I believe that, you know, he'll do well in that class and he'll really, really enjoy it. And then, you know, still... Getting into my house, I have these wasps, and they've been in the shower when I'm about to hop in, and so I've had to kill them real quick, and it's 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 getting ridiculous, and so I've got to get the proper equipment so I can uh, get rid of them once and for all, and I think they've been getting somehow from the outside into my attic, and maybe there's a nest up there, so I hope there's... I've killed so many. It, I'm surprised if there's not any more. But you know how wasps are. They they are not bees for sure. So uh, they do not provide any sustenance to the earth whatsoever. So, but hey, listen, I'm God created them, so they must be a gift. I'm still trying to find out what that gift is. So if you do know. Please let me know. Remember, you can email Robbie, R-O-B-B-I-E, at ZionCCTulsa.com. Maybe you can let me know. Don't forget to send in your prayer requests, your praise reports. I uh, still haven't gotten any, so if you can just think of anything, anything at all to say, uh, I would like to uh, like to hear from you. So uh, today, obviously, we're going to get into a little bit on the, uh, the Easter story, um, what led up to the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, uh, and also some interesting facts that I didn't know about uh, about Easter. Not not biblical facts, but, you know, in this world, um, you know, Easter, Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving, you know, all these... Um, all the all these holidays are, you know, commercialized, so it's always bye, bye, bye. And so... That's the, you know some interesting facts that I have been looking up, and I'm I'm excited to share those with you. I'll share those within the part two of this podcast. So right after the break, and it's it's pretty interesting. But I can see why we do some of the things we do, uh, especially on Easter. When after re- researching it a little bit, kind of why why we do the things that we do, and why why th- different things are portrayed certain ways. So. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I can see uh, how it can 
um, be associated with uh, Jesus and, and what he did for us on the cross. And um, it, it's, 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 it's pretty interesting. But we all know it's not about Easter bunnies or chocolates or candies, um, but it is about uh, what he did on that cross for us. So, uh, you know, that is pretty much my welcome and my little rant on the first beginning and uh, listen, I, I stay tuned because we're going to get into this. I'm going to share some encouragement with you. But uh, just just hang on there for a moment, and we'll be right back. Okay, so when I go in there for judgment, I need how many points to get into heaven? 1,000. Should be, no problem. I was a good husband. How many points do you think I'll get for that? Oh, two. Two? Well, how much for being a doctor? Now, I saved lives. Hmm, three points. That's it? What about the time I ran into that burning house to save a kitten? That was good. And? Two points. But I could have died. Two points. I banked a lot on that stupid cat. I'm sorry. So to get into heaven, I need... One thousand points. And I have... Seven. It's time for you to go in now. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm a pretty good fellow. If all I get is seven points, how does anyone get into heaven? They don't take the test. What? Now, why not? Because they know they don't meet God's standards. Then how do they get into heaven? They've asked Jesus to take the test for them. They get in on his score, not theirs. Are you putting your faith in what you can do or accomplish? Or are you putting your faith in God? Another message from Lifeline Productions, the comic strip of radio at lifelinepro.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Podcasts on the Mount. So I hope you enjoyed that quick little break. But yeah, so um, before I went into the break, I was talking about some interesting facts just about Easter. So really what I wanted to know is why were Easter bunnies or, or bunnies associated with the story of Easter? And so uh, something that I have found out is that so um, they, they be, the, the story of the Easter bunny is thought to become common in the 19th century. So when rabbits usually gave birth to a big litter of babies, or called kittens, uh, they became a symbol of new life. So this thing has been carried carried on for quite a while. And so, you know, of course, we the, the legend that we're growing up, the, the, what we've told us was just the Easter Bunny hiding the eggs and, and all this thing. And when I grew up, you know, we didn't really get the plastic eggs with filled with candy sometimes we did but most of the time they were hard boiled eggs and you know as a kid you know sometimes we would eat them sometimes we wouldn't you know and we wouldn't eat all of them and then they go bad and uh it uh whew, yeah and they they would stink up the place and we you know they'd just go missing and you, you would have to find them you know a couple of weeks or months down the line and then we finally found them and yeah it was it was not a pretty sight it was not a uh it was pretty smelly um you, you listen i don't have to say anymore as you should know but that's interesting is that when the the birth of a big litter of of babies for rabbits or kittens what they're called uh, it became a symbol of of new life and you know that's exactly that's exactly what uh, the story of Jesus's death and burial and resurrection kind of represents. It's a new life. You know, as we as we know, the baptism is is dying to our old ways, and when we go under the water, and then we rise of out of the water, it's it's a new creation, a new life being resurrected. 
much like Lazarus, you know, when he he died and you know Jesus called him out of the tomb and he came out and he was uh, he was uh, new at that point, you know, and that was a representation of obviously what what Jesus was going to do and, and that he ultimately did. And um, so that's where we're gonna we're gonna dive in to our text. So I'm gonna read out of Matthew. Uh, 26 verse 17 um, this is not starting right at the um, crucifixion of Jesus this is starting right before where uh, he's having dinner with his uh, with his d- disciples and uh, so Matthew chapter 6 we're going to start at verse 17 again I'm reading out of the voice translation Bible uh, but you can feel free to read out of any version that you prefer Um you know, there's a lot of good ones out there, so which one you that you prefer uh, to do. So, um, verse 17, So on the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, the disciples said to Jesus, Where would you like us to prepare the Passover meal for you? So Jesus said, Go into the city, find a certain man, and say to him, The teacher says, My time is near, and I'm going to celebrate Passover at your house with my disciples. Can you imagine the disciples of Jesus just showing up at your house and say, Hey, listen, uh, the, the, the Messiah, uh, the, the uh, person, the man who is fully man and fully God, he wants to do Passover at your house. And so up leading up to this, you know, God, Jesus did a lot of things, did a lot of miracles leading up to this. So he was, his popularity was growing, his message was growing. And so, uh, I can't imagine being being that person. I, you know, I can't imagine how I would react. But I would like to say, yeah, absolutely, come on in. And uh, so, uh, so verse nineteen. So the disciples went off, followed Jesus' instructions, and got the Passover meal ready. When the evening came, Jesus sat down with the twelve, and they ate their dinner. Jesus says, I tell you this, one of you here will betray me. So can you imagine being at dinner with someone, your family, uh, or a group of friends, and just one of them speaks up and says, you know what, one of you here is going to uh, betray me. Maybe poison my food, uh, maybe not, uh, maybe leave me with your bill, um, so that is kind of in today's world when something like that happens, when people are confronted, it kind of gets a little awkward. Um, I know I've been in that situation where I've been confronted in public or just in front of people, and it's it's pretty awkward. And I've also confronted people in public or in front of other people, and it was awkward for them, a little bit awkward for me too as well. But the disciples, of course, were horrified. Another disciple, it says, "It's not me, Master, is it?" And Jesus said, it's the one who shared his dish of food with me. That is the one who will betray me, just as our sacred scripture has taught. The Son of Man is on his way, but there will be nothing but misery for uh, he who hands him over. That man will wish he had never been born. So Judas Iscariot, as we all know, it's not me. Master, is it? And Jesus said, I love what Jesus says right here. He says, I believe you've just answered your own question. So 
so there's disciples this is a picture of disciples are sitting around and they're laughing and they're telling stories and they're they're just enjoying the time that they have with jesus um you know because he's told him hey i am about to go and they're just enjoying and, and he just jesus just breaks <laughs> breaks into an awkward moment and says one of you here is going to betray me and i can imagine just it gets quiet and they're all looking around and then one of the disciples speaks up and says hey Master, it's not me, is it? And then Jesus said, the one who shared his dish with me is the one who's going to betray me. And I can only imagine that the disciples were looking around and maybe they were just enjoying the, the, the time that they had and, and then having so much fun at this time that they didn't recognize who was sharing. They didn't know who was sharing the dish with Jesus. But then a Judas speaks up and says, oh, it's not, it's not me, Master, no. And Jesus just looks at him and goes, you know, just gives him this. I could just picture, you know, if there was a comedy scene of this, where Jesus just look, turns his head slowly, looks at him, why eyes wide, and he goes, "I believe you just answered you our own question." Like, yikes! And talk about awkward. So we we go down, and so um, as they were eating, Jesus took some bread. He offered a blessing over the bread. And then he broke it and gave it to his disciples. Take this and eat. It is my body. So we're now we're getting into the communion communion aspect of this story. And so they go they they go on and um, you know Jesus he, he he breaks the bread. They break the they they drink the wine in remembrance of of the blood that he would share and then the flesh that was broken, um, breaking the bread. And, and, and we go further on into the story where, you know, Jesus went through so much pain and so much punishment and so much, I I mean, I can't even put into words what he went through. And if you've seen the passion of the Christ, I mean, we, we kind of, that was a great represent, I believe a great representation of, of what our our minds can fathom of what Jesus went through you know and eventually he hung on that cross and he was you know he you know and before all this he he prayed alone with to God and said father just please take this cup from me and if it's your will please take this cup but if it's not your will to take it I I will gladly drink out of it and so we know that you know Jesus he went and carried uh you carried his cross and he uh, he eventually you know the nails in his hands the nails in his feet and the crown of thorns on his head he hung there and he he knew exactly what was going to happen and know exactly that he had to do this so he 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 gladly took um, he kind of gladly took that punishment for us so that we ourselves wouldn't be able to wouldn't have to take that and and I can't imagine. The, the pain you know i don't i wouldn't last five minutes on what he went through um i would i would have just just been done right after the after the first lash and uh it, i i can't you know and as i think about this you know the it is amazing that someone loves us so much to to go through what he did so that we wouldn't have to you know, we often think about, listen, I will do anything for my kids. We all have said that. And and, and I believe that, that most of us would, would do literally anything for our children, you know, to obviously to a certain certain point, but, but 
you know, we, we say we would do anything for our family and our, or our friends or our children. But we have to ask that question, would we die for them? And, and I'm sure a lot of us would say that we would. And it would be scary to face that. And I, I, can't, I can't imagine, I can't put it into words how that would feel having to die for my son. But, you know, if it came down to it, if, if it was just him or me, I would gladly take that. Uh, for him so that he wouldn't have to and you know I think about it and I'm getting teary out of just that Jesus loved me so much to die on that cross to die on that cross for you and for me so that we wouldn't have to face that wrath and face that punishment but he he ultimately did that for us and you know and I've always liked to picture you know in my mind when I was a teenager I was really into pro wrestling not so much anymore but I always pictured that you know when Jesus died he would, there was, you know, he would, he would just kick in the door to hell and he would just slap the devil around just left and right. And, uh, and he, you know, he, he would just tear me. He's like, listen, I, I've done what I said I was going to do. I fulfilled a promise from so long ago. And <laughs> that's just the way I picture it because, you know, you know, Jesus is this, is just like, the ultimate superhero, you know, we put it in word, put it into ways that we can understand as human beings, you know, just, just this ultimate superhero. A lot of the times Superman and Jesus are kind of compared a lot, you know, that, that Jesus was the real life superhero and he was the real life Superman, but he's so much more than that. And so this, the, as we, we come closer, you know, last, this past was, was Palm Sunday and, uh, and Pastor Gary, he, he, he gave a great example is that, you know, he didn't have palm trees. Usually Pastor Kujenga has palm trees there and he uses them in his sermon. But, you know, Pastor Gary didn't have any either. But but he said that we all have two palms, our hands, that we can lay down and lead the, the Prince of Peace, the King of all kings, into our lives, into the other people's lives. And we, we have that opportunity to do that every day. So... We, we should treat every day like it's Easter. We should treat every day that, listen, every day should be a recon, re, recognition, I can't even say that, recognition of of what Jesus did to us and, and for us. And, and so uh, I hope that, that this, 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 this Easter Sunday, you don't take it for granted, you don't take it lightly, but you take it with the full aspect and full belief of what it really was and that was saving each and every one of us so that we can fulfill the promises of God that he places in our word to us and for us so I hope that you enjoyed this uh this week and I hope that you definitely reflect throughout the week leading up to Easter Sunday exactly what Jesus had did did for us um I hope that I will see you in person um and that uh, maybe I can hug your neck and and just, you know, share the love that I have for for all of you, um, not only as just people, but as, as brothers and sisters in Christ. And so um, I, I, I pray that your family is well. I hope that if, you know, you've been under the weather, that I hope that uh, that, that God will God will reach down and place his hand into your life and heal whatever affliction that you have. I ask you to continue to pray for me. You know, I've been sleeping well. Um, you know, just 
with, for my, you know, type 1 diabetes. I know Sunday, you know, we prayed over a lot of ailments that a lot of people deal with high blood pressure. Uh, you'll be healed and that you believe that that Christ has healed you. And, 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 and I, mean, I just don't want to say, I'm just mumbling at this point. But I thank you for listening. I, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I hope that you are enjoying it. And please email some ideas uh, that you would like to t- that you would like for me to talk about, or you would like me and my guests to talk about, so that you are uh, in getting involved in something that you are also part of. So, thank you, thank you guys very much. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week, and I hope to see you on Sunday. Have a good day. <laughs>